HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This piece was brought to you by Roberta's, robertaspizza.com. Food and travel, they go hand in hand. And chances are, if you're a fan of Heritage Radio Network, you love them both. Between April 10th and 24th, we have six incredible food and travel experiences up for auction at charitybuzz.com. Go on an underground food tour of New Orleans with a rocket scientist. Get your hands on VIP passes to Feast Portland or enjoy a ranch-to-table experience in wine country. Four of the experiences include hotel stays at some of the most iconic properties across the country, including the newly reopened Hotel Claremont in Atlanta. Now's your chance to win the ultimate bourbon and beyond weekend in Lexington or take in a Latin food tour of New York's outer boroughs. You'll eat, drink, explore, and relax, all while supporting Heritage Radio Network. Help us keep the lights on and the mics hot. Go to heritageradionetwork.org slash auction and bid now. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The Welcome back to the Speakeasy. I'm Damon Bolte. And my name is Southern Teague. Your name is... You were gone last week. I was, man. Teague. I'm sorry. <laughs> Where were you, man? I was in Seattle. What were you doing there? I went out for Sharpie Mustache Day at No Anchor Bar. Dude, the, first and only annual, the first and only annual Sharpie Mustache Day. <laughs> what the hell, man? How did you get your own holiday for your cocktail? So... First Chris, of all, tell the tell the audience what. Uh, yeah, yeah, Sharpie Chris. So Sharpie Mustache, a cocktail that's been on the menu at Amori Margo for five of our seven years. We serve it in an adorable little flask with a mustache on it. It's it's kind of become our little icon of the bar. Chris makes, Elford makes a hell of a boomerang. Makes a hell of a boomerang. It's already set up to go. Yeah. Uh, Chris Elford, inventor of that cocktail, author of that cocktail, whatever you want to call it. He owns a bar now out in Seattle. He owns several actually, but No Anchor is his is his nerdy beer bar, but they also serve spirits there. He serves the Sharpie Mustache there. He borrowed a barrel from Copperworks Distillery, which was just named best distillery in the country, uh, and barrel aged some Sharpie Mustache. Then he took that barrel and sent it to a local brewery where they put a beer in the barrel. Then he put the barrel back to Copperworks Distillery and went and handpicked some whiskey to blend into it. And so we had Sharpie Mustache, barrel aged Sharpie Mustache, Sharpie beer, and a barrel aged Sharpie whiskey. Sharpie Mustache Day. Jesus. <laughs> it was great, man. It was a really good time. Um, and getting to see old friends and see their new projects and, and celebrate. And it was it was kind of a break for me. I I had some work to do, so I didn't stay at his house. I stayed in a hotel nearby the bar so I could pop over there and, and continue working to finish up this crazy-ass book that I've written, um, right. which is very, very close to being done. Um, um, but it was a real good time. Uh, I did listen to the show. Uh, excellent episode, man. Call in. That's That's crazy. We gotta, yeah, we got to start doing that. Well, yeah, it was a thing that we did like a while back, uh, but I don't, I don't think we've done that since you've been. No, it's pre my time. I've definitely heard some episodes where people called in. Well, you're, one person called in since I've been here. Your your mom called. Oh in yeah, <laughs> my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> or was no? That it was, was our two hundredth episode. episode. Yeah, yeah. Hi mom. <laughs> Adorable. Yeah. Cool man. Anyway, uh, what'd you do to your fingers, man? I don't know, man. I shredded them. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, <laughs> I've got bandages on three of my five fingers on my. I right know you hand. can't see this, but uh, they, they match your uh, glasses. Oh, perfect! <laughs> Red band aids. Yeah, that's they. They were white before. 
Yeah. We put them on. <laughs> yeah, thanks. All right. You got to tell me that story later, then. <laughs> All right. Um, Why don't you... Uh, yeah, but in the studio today, we got uh, yeah. uh, Giancarlo Mancino of Mancino Vermouth, a great vermouth that I enjoy, and I have on my menu at Amore Margo. Um, and everyone should, should get it and taste it and enjoy it. And welcome to the studio, buddy. Ciao. How are you? Oh, yeah. I forgot oh. to say, he's got a really, really <laughs> sexy Italian accent. Oh, really? So, okay. So hang on. <laughs> Everybody out there, hang on. Also in the room, we got Lincoln from uh, Lincoln Charity from Lincoln Rights. Uh, just, just chiming in whenever he wants to. Hey, Lincoln. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the studio. Long, Thank you. He's been a longtime fan of the show. And I don't know if a lot of the listeners know, but if you live in and around New York, you're totally welcome to come sit in the studio when we're on the air. Um, there's plenty of room in here. We've had up to... Well, we had 11 people in here when we had the, the Tiki Mafia. <laughs> we did. Which, by the way, we need to get him back. His place is uh, yeah, opening up. Open, yeah. Is it open? Nope, not yet. One oh, more week. Wait, right? Brian Miller? Yeah. Yeah, I just got an email from him. I think it's um, end of April. Or end of April. Yeah. yeah. The, the Polynesian. Polynesian. Ooh, nice. in stereo. <laughs> anyway, Giancarlo, how you been, buddy? Very good. Very I, good. Always a pleasure to come back to New York. Yeah, man. Especially when I see... Old mates. <laughs> yeah, man, it's good to see you. I, I haven't seen you since you, you did an event at Amoria Margo. Yes, yes. Uh, a couple months back. Um, and well, you've been just doing... exactly last year in April, actually. Just oh, seven days. Year? Yeah, just one year ago. That's right. Correct. Holy cow. It's one year. Time, Fast. Time really Fast. has flown. This past year has been. Yeah, no, I got lost. I think I don't, I don't, I don't remember 2016 at all. Not because I use drugs, but <laughs> <laughs> just like Sisley. I, I was going to say. Sisley, yeah. I don't use, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't remember 2016. Yeah, I think I'm having that for 2017. Oh, really? Right. Yeah, I think I was so busy. Plus, I was out of commission when I got hit by a car. Plus, Oof. plus, plus. Just all oh, these yeah. things have happened in 2017. So confusing. Some people say like, "Hey Giancarlo, you have to, yeah, you know, I have to come back to see us and do some education." I said like, "Oh, wait, wait a moment. I just was there. I have another fifty countries to go and figure out." It's like, "No, no, 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 no. You came here in 2015." I said, "Oh, right. So, so let's plan it." <laughs> yeah. So just crazy. 16, totally gone. Gone. That happens to me all the time. I'm always like, when I have someone back on the show. Yeah. That bit, you know, been around the past. I was like, oh, it was like last year, right? And it's like, no, it was 20." 13. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever. It's like, it's crazy. Yeah. We're getting you're, old, guys. You're always a little confused. You got on the wrong train today. I did. I was just <laughs> excited, man. <laughs> I was excited to be here and talking about but vermouth. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. Nice. Because it's very, it's a very misunderstood uh, ingredient and category in general. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. Actually, um, this is this is my goal. That's why I separated the category with the Merino Mato brand. And the with the mood because there is a lot of confusion, a lot of confusion. We are here to educate everybody. So absolutely. So especially when we do when we do presentation and talks and everything, from my side always we put down some slides in terms of education, and in the category as a category, not just the branding. And then we we go down for branding. So for me, cool. it's seriously to go into the details, what is real, the very very aperitivo italiano, which is segregated in few categories, which is bitter, aperitivos, vermouth, and amaros. Yeah. That's the whole thing is what we do in Italy. And then there are the subs ones, which is, can be a marsalas, can be the rosolios, can be the other, mm. the other herbal liquors, the, the galliano style, the, the, all that. So like basically, Cente Herbe. Uh, Cente Herbe, yeah. Herbe, all that. So that, that is, goes a little bit below. But the main things is how, what is vermouth? Why vermouth has to be written properly in the front label, guys? What do you mean? <laughs> okay. Let's get into it. What do you yeah, mean? What do you let's mean? Get into it. Well, so the label so has we, to say the right thing. The label has to say the right things, first of all. Um, has to be actually actually the main things about vermouth. So let's put it to the point like this, okay? Vermouth it's a German word, right? Yeah. Which is which, is, which is, comes comes from comes from the wormwood, which is mm -hmm. like a like bush, like herb, and then in, in this particular point, the Mancino using three kinds of wormwood, but also wormwood in Italian we call Artemisium absentium, which is a Latin word. Okay. Yeah. Artemisium absentium. Correct. Wormwood slash Artemisia. Correct. Right. So. Um, so basically, Mancino uses three kinds, one from north, one from middle, one from south. One is called Pontica, Gentile, and Romana. Mainly one for the bitterness, one for the taste, and one for the smell. Right. Okay? So now, um, vermouth. In four points, what is vermouth in general? People say fortified wine, aromatized wine, 
wine with botanicals, wine bitter, it's confusing. So vermouth is 75, to be Italian vermouth, we talk about the Italian category, okay? To be Since you're Italian, let's stay with that. Correct, <laughs> let's say that. No, you know, I, lo I love French vermouth, don't, don't, don't get me wrong, but the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> which which are not in the market. <laughs> oh no! Okay. Um, so basically, the Italian vermouth seventy five percent supposed to be a need to be Italian wine, and the Italian wine need to be written behind the label. So what kind of wine are you using? Trebbiano. I use Trebbiano. Somebody use Moscato. Somebody use whatever. But it has to be written because it needs to be printed on the label. Oh yeah, because basically. We have a lot of lovely countries around Italy, and then wine can be cheap, mm. all right? And the other 25% in a bottle is a sugar, alcohol, which is the actual spirit, in this case Mancino using sugar beet alcohol, and the other point is botanicals. What are botanicals? Botanicals divided into four categories, flowers, spices, roots, and herbs. Okay. Mancino, Mancino, across of the whole range, including Gunomato, we have 40 botanicals in general, and we divide it with the secco, the dry, the bianco, rosso, amaranto, then we have the chinato, and then we have the other brand called Rinomato, which is, we split the category, which is one in Americano Bianco, and one is in Aperitivo. All right. All right, so make sure you remember, 75% should be a wine. The other 25% is dividing with the alcohol, sugar beet, Botanicals, a sugar, and then that's created the fortified method, right? That's created what? The fortified, fortified, fortified. Oh, fortified, yeah, 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 fortified method. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, <clears throat> so, seventy-five percent wine. The remaining twenty-five percent is split between the botanicals, the sugar, the sugar and the, sugar beet. We use sugar beet alcohol. Sugar beet alcohol. Yes. Uh, and 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 that's and then you must list the type of wine on the label. Matter about one wine, and then plus the ABV. Has to be from 15 ABV, maximum to 21 to 21st, 20, 21st, sorry, 21 to 22 ABV maximum. Because after the 22, 23, it starts to become right? liquor and then become absent. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's a liquor then. Correct. Yeah. So this is the thing. So there is a lot of brands which now they are updating the labels. But I remember when I used to do some education six, seven years ago when I launched when I launched my Vermouth. I used to pick up bottles of the other brands and everything. They were all below 13, 14, and everything. So now they're updating the labels because they're starting losing the market a little bit. Right. So be careful. Be yeah. careful of what you... Okay, be careful of your vermouth. Be careful of your vermouth. Well, because, it's, you it's, know, it's, it's, it's real The outlaw. educated consumer, that's what, we're, that's that's what, what we, we want in our, in our establishments. So quality of wine. So basically, at the end of the day, guys, if we, if we, if we you know, play around with wine, you, play, you can play around with your vermouth. So it can be very bad vermouth because of wine, because of 75% is wine. I've always heard that you're supposed to leave it on the shelf uh, unrefrigerated for, you know, years. And half before opened, it, yeah. And then it you becomes very good. You want to bottle condition it at your own bar. Yeah, exactly. Right? Am I wrong? <laughs> no, no, basically. Yes, yes <laughs> you're joking, wrong, you jackass. <laughs> so basically, so when you basically, open it, you refrigerate no, basically, it. again, again, treat it as wine at the end of the day. That's it. Treat it as yeah. wine. Yeah, that's, what, that's it, the mantra that I try to tell people all Treat time. it as wine. Don't don't put the metal pour on top. I know, I know, I know you're in America, everybody, um, you know, on the speed rail and everything. No, don't try to. I, I, I can cut a Dimancino. I know it's we're talking about a 750 ml bottle, it's less the liter, and then vermouth is in a 70% of the cocktail list all over. So, and uh, I suggest you to use a you know the, the actual original cork you have on top of the things, don't put it here because the hair can oxidize, sure. oxidize yeah. the things, and then you know, yeah. I always recommend to people, you know, when they come in and they ask me, they say, How long does my vermouth last? I say, Well, as soon as you open it, the clock is ticking. Yeah. Just like with wine. Anyway. So tonight you're having a party. You're serving Manhattans. You're gonna right. use you're gonna use a, a third vermouth to the to the whiskey. Yeah. Tomorrow night with dinner, drink vermouth. Oh, oh also, you know these pumps you use for the oxygen, yeah, the, pump, yeah. the pump, the pump cork as well. I suggest you vacuum. Vacuum, yeah. correct. Yeah. To use that as well if you really. Oh, I don't. I don't have a vacuum. I have a Corvan system. Corvette system, oh, fantastic. Uh, Fantastic. Okay. Corvin, you're taking a Corvin with your Yes. Oh, another suggestion on another suggestion on the cocktail station and everything. So now the new programs I'm building, so you know, in Asia, as as you know, so that I do a lot of consultancies as well. Yeah. So I create a I create like a peritivo little little speedy rail inside the inside the ice block so basically you have you know when you know actually and then it's an old and italian things if you go to the old italian bars you have the amaros inside the speed rail yeah. with, with ice touching so now i just created like 
like six at least for Sherry, for Vermouth, for Aperitivos Americano, just inside the ice, inside the, you know, like a little speed rail inside the ice. And then you can keep from the fridge, keep it there, keep working. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So I suggest you to, because that's where we're going. We're going to the low ABV drinking. Yeah, I, right. Which is I it's it's circling back, right? Yeah. Because back. because uh, in Europe and where you're from, low yeah. ABV has always been the key. Also been key. You guys uh, here in America, I think we try and drink as, <laughs> as high ABV as we can, as <laughs> fast as we can. Correct. And then we pass out. <laughs> <You> pass out <laughs> yes. But yeah. where you guys are like, screw that. We we'll just drink low ABV all day long. All day long. That's right? what we do. Yes. Just the yes. slow, the slow and steady wins the race approach. And South Europe, you know, if you think about as well, the Tinto Verano, the wine in Spain, like with the lemonade and red wine, the sangrias, or think about it, the gin and tonic things, kind of all of that. So it's all like, you know, low ABV things. Yeah. As you say, you sit there and forget about it, you know. Yeah, so. yeah you sit there and you forget about life. Like, so, and you can be like hanging out in, in Italy and be like, dude, <laughs> I had... 45 Aperol spritzes last night. Yeah, and like, right? And I feel great today. <laughs> I feel awesome. <laughs> right? I wanna... Let's go get some gelato. <laughs> right. Or you have those great meals in Italy that as they're clearing away your dessert plate, they're bringing your appetizer for the next meal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like it's, right. just, it's all day affair. All yeah. day. You, totally. you, you, all day. you know, we have happy hour. They have happy days. You know? <laughs> um, so you've got a lot of vermouth and uh, 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 the Americano on the table here. What should we What should we have a sip on first? We It's a beautiful, finally, a beautiful sunny, su- sunny day. Sunny. I think, yeah. It's sunny also day because, here. Because let's Europe. call it spring, which is, I don't know what's yeah. happening. It's finally oh, spring oh, in New York. Yes. <laughs> no, hopefully I will see some cherry blossom in Washington D.C. tomorrow. So. Oh, yeah, they're oh, everywhere. You'll, you'll, you will. Actually, we do, we, we do an event because we, we also did a very particular um Particular vermouth in collaboration with Japan. I did the first ever Sakura vermouth. Sakura, that's mm. cherry blossom. Sakura and violet. So very, very unique. It's only 4,000 bottles. We did it for the Mandarin Oriental Tokyo uh, last year. And then there's a lot of demand. And then people, they went just totally crazy. So I reproduced another 4,000 bottles. They're all gone. About 1,000 uh, bottles for U.S. So there are some bottles around. Maybe I, mean, I, I, like I think I had some of that at uh, Uchu the other night. I went to Frankie Cocktail's place. Frankie Frank Cisneros, he uh, actually mm. bartended at the Mandarin Oriental in Tokyo. So and then that's it. I and then it, now he he opened a bar called Uchu uh, here yeah. about like what eight months ago or so. Yeah, maybe. And with our Monday night with a uh, friend Emil from Brooklyn Gin, we sat there and had the cocktail omakase. It was excellent. Yeah, man. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we we definitely had some. I didn't it's realize. Not, oh, I didn't make the connection. Da- actually, Dante has a border somehow from where box of twelve bottles. So yesterday, I think tom- tomorrow, today or tomorrow, they're launching. Uh, Tokai Mancino Vermouth Sakura Martini super good Tokai whiskey not Tokai Tokai um, sweet wine, wine from Hungary yeah. oh, oh the wine yeah, yeah. Tokai from the wine, wine Hungarian yeah. very cool oh that's red so fantastic yes so I think back to what we're drinking we're starting with the spring I think we should start with the Bianco Ambrato very floral um, yeah let's do it yes hook it up Edelflower um, Chamomile uh, sort of uh, sort of Ambrato means amber love that sound Ambrato means mm. amber again uh, Again, 75% wine and uh, elderflower, chamomile, a lot of chinchona bark. What's chinchona bark? Chinchona bark, what is mekina? The chinchona bark, the extract, which is the, making as well the extract of quinine for the tonic water. Quinine for all those Americans listening. Correct. So It's the same bittering agent that's in tonic. It's, the, correct. Know, it's known as the fever yes. tree. Fever tree, so all the tonic water, quinine. Indian tonic water just for the malaria. You know? <laughs> oh. oh no! Oh, you know what they do? You know what they do in Italy? <laughs> so they do the touch here, and then it's like perfume. It's good luck. Oh, there you like, go. Okay. Yeah, there that's go. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, no My one. Studio. No, yeah, sorry. No, uh. one, no one can see what I just did, but I just knocked over a whole glass of this delicious vermouth. But I put it on like like perfume. Yes. So add the flower, chamomile, chinchona bark, uh, aloe vera. Um, See, this is this is why. Well, the room I, smells I, great. It, now. it smells great, but like, this is why we can't have nice things. No, um, <laughs> this, this is the reason why I think Americans don't really understand vermouth, uh, and they don't really. Well, I mean, can I just can I just say why? Because the big brands that destroy the category. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Done. I, say, I don't want to say yeah, who, who, how, and how, when. So yeah, done. let's not uh, sugarcoat it. That's that's kind of the truth. Correct. Um, big brands, and also this this terrible misconception of what. Uh, oh, thanks for the napkins. Also, this terrible misconception of like what vermouth is and what it does, especially in cocktails, uh, which 
First of all, I would like to say, vermouth is meant to be drank and consumed and enjoyed. Correct. Pour it out of the bottle over ice or not over ice. Add some right. seltzer or not seltzer. It's not. No, you don't make this stuff with the thought in mind that you, you hope it'll be delicious in a cocktail. You're making it because it is delicious. That's it. Right? So it's meant to be drank. And then, of course, the American uh, sort of view on vermouth is, is this notion that it's, that it's weirdly somehow something you don't want. Like, you yeah. know, in a martini, you're supposed to just bow towards correct, France. Correct, like, correct. But because, again, because my, my point, so that's a good point, because I think back in the 1930s and 1940s, vermouth it was so bad, which is, I can guarantee you, it was so bad. And people, like, as you said before, keep the bottle one year in the bloody bar. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. asking in a nice Gregus Martini or whatever, and then putting this yellow, brownish, oxidized. oxidized. Yes. And then, they, of course, maybe somebody put on to say, like, please, no vermouth. And then that's why you're having these uh, 25 ounces of Gregus Martini right. in the big glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Fish then bowl. it's like, I'd rather, I'd rather yeah. to give you a shot of vodka from the freezer. That's it. Don't ask for martini. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Can I just. Yes. I love martinis. I'm a gin martini nut. But. And, Damon knows this. When I ask, I'm like, listen, put the vermouth in the air conditioning unit and just make me a gin martini. Now, I've learned, like, through education that, you know what, if the vermouth is ice cold, it oh. works better in a drink. Definitely. So, like, I'm learning, I'm going from the American way of drinking martinis to You're right. the actual yeah. educated I mean, way to drink yeah. martinis. It's also just like, those people who, who think they prefer their martini without vermouth at all, they just, they just, they just want chilled gin. You know, a well, peanut butter and jelly sandwich is not the same without the jelly. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You're missing half of the thing correct. here. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> also, also delicious. I'm not saying that the gin makers aren't making gin that is delicious to correct. be drinking. No, no, but then own. again, also... also but for, the bottom line is yeah. it's not a martini. Right. Okay. Also, also, Hollywood destroyed a little bit the situation. Oh, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because like uh, we're talking about James Bond. Oh, no. How you can yeah. have a shaken martini. You know, don't mix up with that. So, mm. but, don't so basically, there is, there is, we, talk about, we talk about confusing, right? So confusing the situation is that. So... Uh, oh, very nice. nice sound. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, that was a good sound. He was going so, to James Bond. All right. Oh, so yeah, basically, was, this is the, the Bianco Ambrato we just uh, we just served. So perfect for, because I put a lot of chinchona bark. Oh. Chinchona bark, basically, it's uh, it's perfect for Vespers. Great for white spritzer. Fantastic yeah. uh, fantastic for with agaves. Thank you. I forgot for fantastic with agaves. Yeah, it's got that tea-like note on the back side. Correct, it's correct. got a very lush mouthfeel. Fantastic. I do white Manhattans with these. Oh, I do, yeah. I do an improved Ooh. Pisco Sour without sugar because a little bit, a lot of oh, sugar yeah, here, sweet, yes. So Oh, that's, that's cool. A, that's a good idea. Correct. Actually, so what are you having now? It's my favorite for the martini. I started with my Seco. So it's, it's, that Seco, it's called the dry. Only 18 grams of sugar. Keep in mind that the Trebbiano white wine and generally white wine naturally has between 8 to 12 grams of sugar, naturally. So you're not adding no. very much. No, I very much. That's why it's super dry, okay? I'm adding a little bit of sugar because of the traditional method, as sure. I told you, right? Yeah, and it's it's really cool. It's got, like, a lot of, like, kind of, like, baking spice. Correct. In it, and like, then, you know what? Best spaghetti vongole, best risotto mushroom. I'm <laughs> oh, not kidding. Yeah, See, yeah. Now you're talking. I'm not kidding, okay? You're so, you know, because we're cooking, cooking style and everything. So mm -hmm. a lot of, lot of greens, sage. Mm. 18 grams of sugar, 75% of Trubiano. Oh, man. Yeah. And wow, that, following that first one, that one's really like just ripping my palate dry. Correct. Like so, the other one was really juicy and wet. Perfect. This one is like... So uh, this is a perfect for your martini. You can go up to one ounce. All depends on your glasses. One ounce. It's best best for the 50-50 martinis. So I love yeah, it. That's my... Fantastic for Brooklyn. Ooh, I, call it, I call it a, a little bit high on vermouth, a very Brooklyn Mancino, which is uh, high on vermouth, less, less dry. I use Nitanya Amaro, no picon. Yeah. And then uh, and then a couple of... <laughs> but I love picon. I love picon. For me, it's one of the best Amaro. And uh, that's it. So basically, this is my, my baby. I started... If you see a lot of brands, they start with the Rosso, the Bianco, but there's not too much dry, right? Right. right. So I start with my dry beer bartender. I, I say I need to fix my martini first. My wife drinks Gibson. Me too. That's my jam. Yeah. And then yeah. I have a dog called Gibson. So <laughs> I thought you were gonna say. And then, and then my dog also drinks Gibson. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you, you, you will not believe it. Every time we go behind the bar, we have a beautiful bar at home in South Spain. I play uh, Gibson guitars. Fantastic. <laughs> my nephew plays Gibson guitar. My, my nephew is a guitar, guitar player in London. And um, and then what we do now, sort of, which you like it, this is the next project after what we talk about. Oh, yeah. I'm actually making olives 
and onions oh, cool. under my vermouth. Oh my oh. gosh. All it's right, gonna well, it's gonna be something for everybody because you know olives and onions can destroy your martini too. Oh, yeah. mm. Mm. Yeah, totally. Because the mm. first thing you do, guys, like, hey, where's the loss? Oh, go go buy it to to the to the grocery shop. Yeah, go, go get buy it. Whatever you can get. And then the bang, you have this one, bang. Yeah, and you're from the land of olives. And then, you know, we have gins, vodkas, where they get water from there, gin of 60 botanicals, munching of vermouth, in details and then and then you know you have this dirty water you have like this salty i don't know olives from god knows rev they're cheap onions it can destroy my vermouth and your gene at the same time in a second a lot of effort a lot of work goes into making those liquids and then someone throws in a shit olive and it's garbage so chris i said that's that's my next project that's very focusing at the moment i definitely want to talk about that some more because we're all gibson fans but let's take two minutes to hear uh from our sponsors we're gonna come right back and talk to you about more of what you're doing and more of what you're going to do soon. Perfecto. Giancarlo Mancino is in the studio with us. Join us, join us in a few minutes. Roberta's, a super duper awesome place. Roberta's is a very, 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 very proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. All right, we are back. You're listening to the Speakeasy on Heritage Radio Network. You're listening and... to us drink on Heritage Radio Network. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we have our friends in the studio today. We're uh, we're talking about vermouth and. Uh, we were talking about, like, we kind of touched on it before in the first half of the show that, um, you know, the, the lower ABV culture of drinking the style that's actually starting to really hit the United States. I mean, I've had a lot of people, I mean, my, uh, my roommate is the brand ambassador for Plymouth Gin. We go out and we drink 50-50s all the time. Because we Robbie can, Nelson. We can, yeah, Robbie Nelson. We can go out and have martinis and not be completely smashed by the end of the night. I mean, well, that just means we drink more martinis. But <laughs> it I just mean, means your night is longer. You get yeah, to enjoy yeah, more. Exactly. And yeah, especially no? when you're working Better for a Better to brand. have a long time of fun, of a little fun than a short time of a lot of fun. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, and, and I know that, like, uh, the fit, there's 50-50. I think the Martinez was the first uh, classic cocktail that was reintroduced into the, the like, cocktail renaissance, like the canon of uh, classic drinks that was like, you know, two ounces of vermouth and one ounce of gin. I think that really ushered that in. I have a lot of customers who come into my bar, not a lot, but a, a, a noticeable amount of customers who come in and order Manhattans inverted to where it's two parts vermouth and one part awesome. rye. Yes. And you know what? I mean, it's it's still crazy delicious, but that's because we get good vermouth in the States now. Yes. You couldn't do that yeah, back exactly. in the day. No, no, no. Yes. And yes. I don't want to name drop. Well, Everyone we're, knows we're getting the good vermouth. Yeah, exactly. We're getting good vermouth now in more and more numbers. And we're uh, collectively, not just the nerdy among us, but collectively the, the, the people who care at all among us are, are being careful with that vermouth when they have it. Uh, again, going back to not just storing it on the shelf, not keeping it open, not Correct. giving a speed pour yeah. in it. You know, taking good care. Being good, good stewards of the products that you we serve. You know what? Actually, going back to what we something we were talking about before is like when, in storage. Uh, yes. I was I was thinking about that when I noticed it at Bar Uchu uh, on Monday, but I've also been noticing it. I started thinking about the like vermouth storage. I've been seeing a lot of people, a lot of bars using like three seventy fives and five hundred milliliter bottles. I, I think. I think that's I, that's what I always recommend to the home consumer. If Absolutely. you don't think you're going to go through this Correct. 750 yeah. fast enough, get yes. a smaller bottle. So it's, yeah. more, it's more for the end of consumers, for liquor stores and everything. But yeah. again, it's, I mean, uh, I go through so much vermouth that like 
Right enough. I, I nice. I mean, I I I keep it. I store it as best I can, but I also I have speed pours on it. But the thing is, I will crush a bottle in one service. Oh, then that is okay. Yeah, it's okay. That is okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, again, it all depends of your all depends of your program. So whatever yeah. whatever you do, if yeah. you you know if you if you put a program with fifteen cocktails, the hate of that is removed. Why not? So, yeah, I mean, it's like, right. it's like my know. spring menu has we have in our what what you would call a well. Yeah. Um, there are seven different vermouths in play on the menu, and. Actually, we're kind of light on the sherry. We only have three sherries in the well. Great. But we blast through those bottles. Like, there's there's rarely an occasion where we don't crush a bottle of each of those in one shift. That's nice. That's a ten yeah. It's okay then. That's good. But that goes back to education on vermouth. You know, like, Correct. we've put vermouth and fortified wines in a lot of our cocktails, not only because we love them and we want it low ABV, but like, we're just trying to. Educate people on it. Now that we have good stuff, it's like yeah. we want to uh, spread the gospel. You know? Yeah, that's great. You get good things, you want to share them with people. Yeah. So wait, let's touch back just for a second here. Yeah. You're going to be producing, are, are you already producing olives and onions? We um, Olives and onions. I like the way you say it. <laughs> olives. Olives. <laughs> olive and chipotle. Ah, olive and chipotle. I got olive it. Olive and chipotle. Yes, so it's... Um, it's in process. It's everything in the lab and everything because I'm just okay. uh, just checking in terms of packaging, and then I'm I'm tasting how because sometimes you know like if you need a tasting panel. I mean like yeah, no we, problem. we will. Uh, basically, sometimes you know when you buy the cans one or the glass one, so there is a lot of acid citric they put inside to maintain it. So I won't try to much much as much as possible. Right. And then I'm 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 checking now the maybe I need to go higher on ABV on the vermouth just particular that to conserve more. Maybe I need to add olive oil. It's still in the lab for me to check after six months what up. It's already two years checking out. So so far so good. It looks like I need to convert my vermouth into vinegar first. Uh-huh. But in yeah, Italy, in yeah. Italy, unfortunately, is a legislation. I cannot turn that because I even I want to do another project. I want to do the first ever vermouth aceto, which is vinegar. Mm-hmm. But Italy that doesn't let, let me do it because aceto is like a name of you know, like are you saying in English? Like it's a, it's a designation. It has, it has rules. Yeah, it has rules. Okay. And then for me, when I went to the government, it's like I want to do the first vermouth vinegar. Like Spain does Jerez yep. sherry yeah. vinegar, but no, Italian, no. We have a balsamic, that's it. I say, how come? So I want to do my that. So, and that's very difficult because you need to add yeast inside to turn the mother east. What region of Italy you're in? I mean, I'm, from, like, I'm from originally Basilicata, a little, little, little village uh, where you can see on the front label called Pignola. And Basilicata actually is the original region of France for Coppola, De Niro, Al Pacino, uh, all you know, also, also the Amaro Lucano. You know the Amaro mm-hmm. Lucano? Of course, yeah. Amar- That's like my favorite. Correct. <laughs> That's the Amaro Lucano one. And we are, we, we are Lucani. So I'm from Lucania, which is Basilicata, the old name. Ma- I'm Lucano. I say, where are you from? I'm Lucano. You know, you say, I'm Saturn. I'm, you know, we are Lucano. That's why the Amaro is called I Lucano as well. That's cool. So, yeah, back to the thing. So, so it's everything in the lab and everything. So far, I'm happy the actual liquid out of the olives and everything, but the actual, the actual onions and uh, olives, they get a little bit destroyed after six, seven months in the can. So mm-hmm. I don't want it to be a food as well. There is a lot of, uh, again, bureaucracy behind the legislation. There's also a lot of science. Expire date, science, all of that. But I want to keep the science out because when you talk about science, you start to putting crap yeah. inside. So I want I to try to avoid that, which is... And then there is a lot of new uh, additions for essence and everything, which is all natural now. So it's, it's a little bit project. I think one more year because I really want to make it bang. So to imagine to to preserve the preserve, it's not the fermentations. It's totally different. Preserving, I know it's the oldest things because especially South Italy, we're preserving like right. everything from day one. You know what I'm saying? But when we're talking about liquid preserving. Olive oil is the best, right? Sure. I don't want to do olive oil, and then you're putting onions in your martini. Ciao. Yes, it's yeah, become like a, I don't know, curry or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, yeah. So this is um, everything in details, especially for, for my martinis and my cocktails. So all on my onions, and especially the onions, the sides, very particular because depends on the sides, you, we can save money, the beverage cost, because imagine you use a small cup mm-hmm. and you're putting like a... Big onion, yeah. Like a... 15 grams or 20 grams of onions, boom, we lose like one ounce of martini yeah. into it, which is, which is, you don't want to cheat anybody, but imagine right. to have one onions and not three 
dirty onions and the plastic things putting there just like hey take your onions yeah, no yeah, way. Yeah. so one onion's like tack sit sit at the tip but then can can keep it for six months so that's my my goal now so let's well see. i think well, if you if you work hard on the recipe they won't have to be able to keep for six months they'll be Blasting through them just like you I know, but it's, but it's risky. It's risky because they're gonna go around. Hey man, they're gonna, they're gonna go around. It. You start to selling it. It's risky to not be risky. That's right. <laughs> yeah. The biggest risk is to take like no that risk. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping philosophy yeah. bombs today. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's okay. So we will look forward to that. That's amazing. No problem. Um, you said earlier that you started Mancino in 2011. 2011. So same year as I opened the morning market. So you're seven years old. Correct. And then I remember I told you last year as well. I was I was my, my bar. I was always looking at your bar, and then I came here to my wife with the bottles, and the things, <laughs> looking looking for a distribution partner because we had our we have our own partner partner business out of San Diego. Uh-huh. And uh, I say I said to my wife, let's go to New York. I need to go there and then drop the bottles, and uh, that was that. So but there was the bottle before launching. I had the actual label. Putting myself a sticker, yeah, sticker mm-hmm. myself, and then we launched in 2012 at BCB Barcom at Berlin, as I explained right. to you before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it's exactly six years in October. We are in 54 countries without accounting the states in the, in the US. In the US, we have 21 states, so 54 countries and in 21 states of the United States, yes, which is like another 21 countries, really. Correct, that's what I that's why now I'm going to concentrate the 2019. Here myself in America only. I'm gonna become maybe once a month or something. Wow. Yes. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any? Do you have a team here, like an ambassador or anything yes. like that? Yes. Well, looking for an ambassador, actually. Oh. Really. Looking for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no. I'm looking for an ambassador. Uh, I want an Italian American from Brooklyn. All oh, right. Uh, I want an Italian American. You, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we are we are we are doing some. We, at? we are doing we are doing some oh, researching yeah. on that. Um, but definitely, I will be the main person in the U.S. because now Australia, I have a, I have a brand ambassador called Grazia Di Franco. She's doing an amazing job. Looking for someone in Asia, in Asia, because it's my second home, and uh, we are we are we are we are killing uh, Mancino with uh, Chris Lauder. Oh man! In China, <laughs> Chris Lauder is the well, alien. You, the alien, you the said. Alien, he calls him the alien. Yes, because he's not and from this earth. Correct. Um, fantastic talent and. Uh, and then that's it. So next step for me, it's America. But then again, guys, it's more to education. I really want to do a lot of guest shift. Really, I want to go there, as you say, you know, inverted Vanatans, more ABVs, more aperitivos, more stuff. So it's a, how important is America as a as a as a market? You know what? You know like what? Is Asia, super, Asia's got way more people. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's uh, we need to be here. So we need to be in America for. for I know you need to be here, but I mean, you, you say you want to focus important. on us. I I, it's it's no because you know you know. So we have we have any shoes in the UK. That's in the UK. Unfortunately, you need to pay for put your brand. Yeah, yeah. Pay to rate. play. Pay to play. It's a listing fee, all of that, which is for me. Be a bartending and see colleagues where they come used to me to see a bartender. Now they ask me, can I have seven hundred pounds to put a kinato in my cocktails? Look at him, he's like, really? <laughs> yeah. It's just like kidding me. Yeah, I don't know how they get away with it. Yeah, my crazy. crazy. Well, I don't. But I, this is again. It's not their fault, no our fault. Right. You know, it's we know what they're yeah, it's, yeah. it's a system. Well, yeah, and it's uh, it, it's really um, it's uh, unfair isn't the right word, but it's it's very difficult for it's a small difficult. producer, a small a small brand. So I think I think to be fair, so my 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 uh, you know my my experience in the field, being not a commercial guy in terms of you know a little bit good with numbers, you know, be always managing the bar, all of that. No, from family who. Owns vignette, who owns business like this and everything. So I just threw myself in the middle of uh, monsters. Yeah. And then uh, I said, like, you know, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna put quality. I'm gonna put my name on the front of the label. I'm gonna go to the village, the picture of the village where my parents are living in the house. And then you know, Mama Mary, God will help me. What true? But then again, at the end of the day, it's it's a project with no, no debts, no loans. What? Seriously. No loans, no hundred percent of myself. No banks involved. Stop Zero. bragging. <laughs> when, are gonna, when are you going to write a book? No, I know. So oh. it's uh, by the way, don't write a book. It's yeah. terrible. No, 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 you're doing that, right? <laughs> yeah. You're doing that. You're doing that. So, so basically, it's just like my baby. 
the goal is if nobody want it i'm gonna give it to the priest of the village he has 21 churches in my village it's gonna do the sunday church with my vermouth that's it and my, my brothers and my programs they're gonna use it this is was the goal behind mancino and then boom. because you you bartended for how long 20 years 20 wow. years 20 years i started you start when you were I'm, nine 41. years old oh, i'm 41 i'm 41 just turned oh. 41 you're baby just 41 i got matches older than you Matches. <laughs> I do. So I think are you doing the Kinatona, right? I've already gone through. I'm just <laughs> no. I think, I think no. No. I think we, let's let's see the Rosso first. In, in terms I, of, I, I in had terms, it. It's beautiful. Yeah, ah, had. okay. There you go. Yeah. Fantastic. The Rosso is delicious. It's very kind of Rosso Amaranto. So Amaranto is called Amaranto. You can see the colors look very amarant, and then it has a ten botanicals where we're using the amaro. So only <laughs> under thirty five grams of sugar. Yeah. Oh, cool. It's uh, really. Uh, uh, Gets my my yeah. mouth watering. It's, it's very got kind of English English little bit, a little bit of savory notes in there. Yeah, it's like almost like a tobacco y like, yeah. kind yeah. of like. So this, so talk to me. Or I don't know what you know about it, but talk to me about how Don Q rum uses your barrels as a yeah. As a listen age. to this. That's fantastic, actually. So again, when I started Mancino with the five thousand five thousand bottles, so I had uh, I had an idea. I was with my little Vespa around uh, the area of Asti, where, where that's where we produce Calamandrana. And uh, stopped to a place where they're doing barreling and the brand new Italian hawk bottle, semi charcoal. I called the guys, I said, guys, I want one bottle. Then when I went to the distillery, the guy in the distillery is like, what do you want with this bottle? I said, I want 600 liters right now here before we bottling the first batch. The guy looked at me, he's like, no way. So my father here from 1930, we never see wood in the distillery. I said, well, can you put that? So please put Sandra Little there and then leave it. And then if it goes bad, we give again to the priest of the village. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. to drink anything. Correct, <laughs> correct. So what I did it, so we, we throw the things there. And then of course the bottles up and down and you know, like talk about but really set forward with no again additional chemicals. So when the bottle when the liquid was start to coming out, take it out. 15 liters put it back again after two months so basically very raw method of aging right right this so come out one year bottling I call it Vecchio Mancino Vecchio only 800 bottles in the world that's it this is I did it for a little bit of brand building bottle two bottle there bottle here bottle there so oh, I've been I've been collecting I've been collecting you didn't get that oh. <laughs> I will yeah. get, get it <laughs> so I've been collecting this idea for every year so every year when I batch it so I take 600 liters and I'm collecting five, five bottles five years five bottles so last year don't you send me an email it's like my broker of my bottles buying around the world finally found the vermouth bottles are you the producer I said yes because there is no vermouth bottles all the big brands as well, no wood, zero. Right. Really? No. They used to be big brands. They used to have like large, like 3,000, 4,000 liter bottles, but they used to put the extract inside, put on the ship and back in terries, a ship down to Argentina and then and then blending with the local wines. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So they would age the extract, but not the whole product. Correct. No aging, just transporting. Right, not even aging. Just, aging, just aging too much maybe yeah, on the yeah, ship. Just for, I don't know. Just for travel. <laughs> yeah, correct. Just built for so travel. So that's it, yeah. but no wood. No wood. So that's, that's then Mancino. So basically it's the Rosso as it is with no caramel because right. the Rosso comes from caramel, guys. Don't get confused. Right. This is the category as well. We talk about like, back to the category. So the Rosso is no red wine. It's right. Rosso because of caramel as a traditional method. I think that's okay? very... Very important to note that very all, important all to note. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all, apart, all apart, of the, the apart of the last one you're adding because it's totally different. Uh, but then again, but then again, so I, I, I before putting the caramel, putting the barrel, the rosso malanto, it become rose barrique. So and then don't you say well, finally we found the vermouth and then we we want to be the first don't you, the, the first ram having vermouth barrels. So they bought all my five bottles, and now they're looking for hundred or two hundred bottles. And then wow. for me now, I need to go to Italy with a couple of guns. <laughs> no, 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 no. I need to figure out that. But then I said to him, I don't think I can keep for one year. Maybe we just wash it, my, my Rosso, and then I filter again, I, I bottle it as regular, and then it can be a little bit more powerful, just keep like this, and then give the bottles to them again. Amazing. That's, uh, that's again, another, another things which I thought about in 2011, and then people are like, no, no, no bottles. No way, <laughs> remove the bottles, are you crazy? I said, no, put it there, I don't care. Can I? And what? what yeah. yeah. What, what inspired you, you to do that, though? Like, just your, you know, your time you know as what, a bartender. You know what? 
kind of you know when 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 the small battles they start to yeah. all all these big brands are like aging thanks which is Jeffrey which is, Morgenthaler correct but <laughs> correct so between between us after I realized the signs of aging with my my six hundred liter bottles those small ones is like the easiest way to to spoil the cocktail I'm sorry yeah sure yeah you're, you're right. right yeah correct so. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff Morgenthaler. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because because you know lighting, sun, uh, you know we, we see these barrels on top of the fridge, on top of there, and now one day they yeah. movements and things like this are all related to the aging. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know that agitation. Yeah. What do you got, Lincoln? Well, I just I want to touch back to a minute. You mentioned the Italian and the, the French remove, and I have one of my old cocktail books because yeah. I'm a cocktail Beautiful. nerd, and they talk about removing the very dry martini. The dry martini and the dry martini too, they say French remove. Yes. But then when it comes to the sweet martini, they say ladies only, and then Italian <laughs> remove. And it's like, wait a minute, you mean you're telling me that the French remove was so good back then that only men should have it, and that the Italian remove was so sweet only women can have it? It's it's. What year is this book? Uh, printed in forty nine, reprinted in seventy five. So forty nine. So. But I'm no, I'm saying like I think the book is completely wrong. I no, think the well, Italian removes should be forward, and regardless of sweet, it doesn't matter how how you pee. Yeah, no, definitely, <laughs> no, definitely, definitely the uh, in the in definitely definitely in the in the dry category of vermouth, Italian, French. They've been always you know in terms of commercialized ones, especially for America. Yeah, uh, they've always been. Attack, attacking each other means like okay, yours is dry, then extra dry. Yeah, you know. But then to sell to America, just they use the, the American word extra dry. But why not? That's why my one I call seco. Yeah. All right. So now, in terms of sugar level, dry French lady, whatever, mm. you know, sugar level is all it depends of the wines. Those guys there by then maybe they only concentrate on the sales point marketing. Like extra dry just to achieve it to America, but then nobody was talking technically how the vermouth, how much sugar right. level it was there, and that's why people they got confused about it in general, right? Yeah, and but then I, and then I tell you one more thing as well. Back to the same questions, a lot of a lot of menu in America, they still use sweet vermouth. Yeah. Now, as a category, is traditional method. This is traditional method in Italian. The bianco has to have an all of them they have more sugar than the rosso. So yeah. make sure that's my right. suggestion. Even your, dry, your dry vermouth has a higher sugar content than your, than your sweet vermouth, is what you're saying, as, 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 as the category. At the category, like the Bianco has more sugar than the rosso. Right. So when you put when you put in your menu, your Manhattan or your Martinez sweet vermouth, I personally will ask you, which one, Bianco or rosso? Right. Mm. You got my point. So no more sweet vermouth, because again, but again, yeah. it's not your fault, guys, because Bianco... It just going down to the menu to say white Manhattan, white Negroni, white this, white that, you know, like all that. Because the Bianco Vermouth is all Southern Europe style drinking. Right. Like, you know, with lemon slice and ice and everything, you will never see, you in America all said, all, only the dry, which is 18 grams of sugar, 20 grams of sugar, or the Rosso, which is 200 grams of sugar. Right. And that's why you're calling it sweet. But now there is the Bianco in the middle, which is finally arriving here. And now I suggest you split split them. Seco, dry, Bianco, or Rosso. Right. But then you can call also Rosso sweet or Bianco sweet. Sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But no, no sweet. No sweet only because it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Which one? Yeah, which one? <laughs> Correct. So this is, again, you see, like, we're in the same area now, in the same era, which is like a sweet vermouth. Right. And then which one? See, I can people writing book now still and putting sweet vermouth and then go back there. You see, right? But that's, that's it. I think that goes part to how Americans drink. It's like, oh, my grandfather had it this way, so that's how I have it. My grandfather used to keep uh, olives in his vermouth, correct? You see, in a jar. And as a kid, being a greedy F, grab one, and was like, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. But the idea of um, pre packaging the vermouth, I mean, the olives in the vermouth, excellent. Like that's genius. I know. And then <laughs> he's like, I know. Yeah, well, yeah, of course, I'm a genius. I love them. No, 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 no. It's. Uh, and then, but then again, I'm getting very frustrated. It's not easy. 
Nothing's no. easy, man. Nothing Pack- cool. Packaging, listen. packaging food. It's not, no, no, no. I'm very. Listen, nothing <laughs> cool is easy. If if okay. if surfing was easy, it wouldn't be cool. <laughs> okay, I know you're right. But you're right. Lincoln yes. said a word in that in that little bit there that I want to touch on because Uh-oh. we're running close on time. Yeah. He said pre-packaged. So you brought some no. samples here that don't have labels on them, and yes. you're you're working with. Uh, uh, well, you tell it. What, what what you got in the bottles? Wow, beautiful. I think can can you, can you guys open that because you're gonna just you have a loving it. Yes. Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> Dave, we got a bottle opener out there. You, you can use the side of that uh, that shaker. Dude, come on. Come on, man. Bartend this thing. <laughs> so Anyhow, what do you got? Um, again, back to Lloyd BV. You never uh, saw me do this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. So Lloyd BV, um, Lloyd BV category. So sorry, mom. We meet up. We meet up with the Miles, <laughs> Miles and Kia from Scrappy's Beaters. Miles from Scrappy's, who was supposed to be on our show a couple weeks ago. Yes, but due to the blizzard, he couldn't be here. Okay, but yeah. So what Scrappy's we did is, so uh, we meet up. We sharing a lot of countries each other. So um, in terms of distributions, and then we meet up. We, we meet up in Singapore in master class and. Um, uh, yes. So we 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 are putting we are putting now basically. Vermut Bianco, Mancino Vermut Bianco, Soda, and Orange Bitters. So what are we doing now with the Scrappies in collaboration with my partners here in America? Uh, we, uh, we set up a company each other and we are, we are, we are doing the first RTD high-end Vermouth and Soda. RTD, ready to drink. So to vermouth drinks. and soda. Oh my God, yeah. it's fucking delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing, right? So it's this this one we're using, guys, is super, super, super. Like no. we, we, you guys are the first. So this is great. We're oh the first. God. We got a scoop. Yeah. yeah. Number one. So, two scoops in a row. So it's still, still, yeah, still, um, still, still 95%. Okay. So I hope, I hope Miles, sorry, Miles, but you know, I'm, I'm getting excited. You know me. Um, <laughs> so I want to just, uh, so but basically, it's, that's unbelievable project. Unbelievable. So we do a bianco with a little bit of lavender, maybe a orange. I don't know. I love lavender and soda. The carbonization, the carbonization uh, Miles is a superstar on that. And then also we love scrappies. And then the combination is fantastic. So basically vermouth and soda, I hand, not this acid citric when you buy, you know, all this okay. quinotto or all these kind of things, which is like, you know, San Pellegrino, you know, like, you know, those is like, boom, my vermouth, they bitters, high hand soda, packaging will be very Italian kind of, uh, you know, che cazzo, just, uh, no, something like this. <laughs> yeah, what was the word you said before no, no, the show? No, no. You said a spritz. Uh... S- we, I love spruzzi. Spruzzi. <laughs> yes. So I, spruzzi. I love, so, I love spruzzi, but uh, they, 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 there is a lot of uh, things. I, I love it, but so we, we have now, we're going down to the marketing uh, branding, so to finalize the packaging and everything, and hopefully for this summer they will be ready. Hopefully, I hope so, maybe September. So your vermouth, Scrappy's bitters. Scrappy bitters. Seltzer, and then you carbonate the whole thing. thing it's got a really nice bubble. Fantastic. Yeah, I was going to that, say that. That's no, high-end technology. Yeah, yeah, the bubble out, is really out, nice. Out those crappy sweat well, and everything. that's one of the things Miles was going to talk to us about. He's He yes. he makes all those things. He yes. makes the, you know, the Nova Fogo Caprini in a can? Oh, yeah. He makes those. Oh, I did And then he's that. got a several of his own. He's got a Bramble. and so a, a Bramble Daiquiri. A daiquiri. Uh, he's got canned, yes, soda, I mean, canned cocktails that he makes. Yeah, so they, cool. they, they are that. So, but those ones, we are actually together in the company. So we are we 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 got together like hundred percent like they are Miles and Kia and myself with my partner so in the Renomato. So. You got an ambassador? <laughs> like you need one? Hey, forget about it. <laughs> so, but the goal, the goal, the goal, but the, the goal of these, I don't want to just in them. It's gonna be a little bit of commercial too with the quality, but I really want like a top sommelier in a two Michelin star. Yeah, man. You know, like it's like wow, canos like this. Yes, look at that. Yeah, so, I mean. Man. I think uh, I think the consumer is kind of ready for it. The consumer understands that that uh, uh, you know boxes are kind of the best thing for a wine. That canned beers are kind of the best thing for a beer. Like it doesn't seem out of step to me mm. to understand that this is the best technology well, f- for the thing that we want to think, come out of it. Right. Think, think about it a little bit. Like ten years ago, what what MHD of Diageo Bacardi did with the Bacardi Breeze has been of ice. Do you remember all that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a. Uh, but then again, they burned it. They yeah. did it. They burned themselves. Yeah, yeah. As usual, <laughs> Icarus. They flew too <laughs> close to the sun. Correct. I gotta say, it's like both of those are just perfect for summertime. Yeah, you know, like you're just out with whomever, and you got a basket of just very delicious food. Maybe some nice light bites and that, and it's like, oh my goodness. And then getting getting to the brain to the people that this quality with the two brands and name it behind is just no like. 
vermouth and soda. No, Mancino vermouth, scrappy, bam, soda, boom. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Jesus, Great. you know, like, so, yeah. All the big players. We so we're cutting. There's no vermouth and soda, it's Mancino and soda. Mancino and soda, fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. So, <laughs> and, and then, then we cut down the, our margin as well, you know, we're shipping bulks and everything, and, yeah. you know, like, we, we cut down the margin, and then let's go. That's the way. Very cool. Well, listen, also, man. Also, I just want to say oh, that, yeah. uh, kind of to bring it around full circle, uh, this is a, uh, <laughs> it's also a very good, uh, uh, useful boomerang. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it absolutely, absolutely yes, is. Yeah, I love that. It absolutely is. I love that. Yes. Uh, let's see. What do we got coming up? Uh, so, well, it's been really great having you on the show. Soto, uh, thanks for pleasure. coming over and, and, you know, thanks for all the good work that you're doing all over the world. Fantastic. Um, thanks for, for uh, saying hello to my buddy Chris Ladder when you're over there in Asia. I will. And uh, seeing him now on the fifth, seven of May, the alien, sure. The alien. <laughs> and, uh, thanks, and thanks, uh, sitting in uh, Lincoln Generry. Just oh, very hey. cool. Thank thanks you for, for that book. Me. Very nice. Oh, thank you. It's it's part of it's one of my projects. I actually did a review of this ancient sexist cocktail book, <laughs> Esquire's Handbook for Hosts. Um, for for hose? hosts, hosts, <laughs> but like the book, book is completely <laughs> sexist. So like, and I I'm still reading it and. Um, all the pronouns are he, all women are punchlines, and it's just, and even some of the information is just ancient, like I said, with the vermouth, how, you know, it's like, oh, sweet vermouth is for women only. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? No, no, no. You know, and yeah, so. I mean, I got long hair. I'm proud. Yeah. I love sweet vermouth. The, the, the unenlightened times. Rosso vermouth. Yeah. yeah. Rosso. One of the lines in the book, uh, they talk about dessert, and they say, dessert without cheese is a pretty woman with one eye. What? Whoa. And it's like, wait a minute. The editor just said, check. <laughs> yeah, we'll do this. Yeah, <laughs> like, leave it in. Yeah. Oh, uh, and, so that's sorry, the Esquire yeah. handbook for hosts. Yeah, hosed, hosed, <laughs> the hosed. Okay, so upcoming shows include, but aren't limited to, Natasha David from Nightcap is going to be joining us. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, Anne Louise Marquis, uh, international juggernaut with the com- Grupo Campari. Uh, we've got. Uh, I wonder how many like apartments in different cities she has. Well, you know, she just bought a, bought an apartment here in New York. Like, okay. Whoa! Anyhow, jealous. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Do you need an ambassador? Um, Eric Metzger, <laughs> phot- photographer, is going to come in here. He does a lot of co- co- cocktail photography. Took all the photos for uh, takes all the photos for the Instagram page of uh, of you know world renowned Death and Company. Um, so we got a, a bunch of cool shows coming up. Um, and this show was really cool. And I'm feeling. My sore throat's feeling a lot better. I'm feeling a little buzzed. Yes. <laughs> this is delicious. But lightly buzzed. Lightly buzzed. Lightly buzzed. Like I can buzz this all day long. That's the reason why we've gone a full hour today. <laughs> it's a real, we have gone a little It's a real over. testament to the Loe BV uh, cocktail drinking. Yeah. Um, you guys are very sophisticated today. Yeah. Not quite. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, anyhow, uh, and thanks again for Lincoln popping in. You brought us a couple of bottles to add to our growing bar. Yes, I did. Um, uh, I, I also, brought, oh, yeah, I oh. also brought us a a, a a case of Budweiser. Sent me this cool, sent us this cool wooden cooler like ammo I, box. It's really <laughs> cool. It's got some of the tall boy bottle cans. Oh, I don't I know get what it's it. Called. It looks like an ammo box because it's full of red and white dynamite. Red and white red dynamite, dynamite. Uh. America, America. I thought maybe the Ark of the Covenant was in there, but I was wrong. Yeah, well, yeah. we're still alive. It's like the you know it's the thing <laughs> in the trunk from Repo Man. Jeez. Um, <laughs> anyhow, thanks to Budweiser for sh- shooting us over some beers to add to our bar. Uh, the bar is slowly, you know, coming alive. Uh, we still need to uh, get a structure in here. If anybody wants to donate us a hutch or a bar or come over and build us one, that'd be great. Uh-huh. Looks like uh, Giancarlo's giving us some some coasters for our bar. Uh-huh. Nice. Say my cake. Ah, my that's cake. amazing. <laughs> Which is Mancina's okay. left hand, right? It means like when we do like this, make a cazzo, right? My Italian girlfriend, the best. Uh, anyway, this has been a great show. Um, once again, thanks for joining us. Uh, where are you going off to next? Um, Washington DC tomorrow. Oh yeah, Red. Tomorrow morning, yeah. a couple of days, and then off right. London, and then all over Asia for a month again. Are you going to get to visit uh, D- Derek Brown, his pop-up bar, which is the Cherry Blossom Bar right yeah. now? Yeah, at with at your that, with your with my Sakura. Yeah, with your Sakura. What a great pairing that'll be. He's an amazing guy, and that's a great bar. Yes. You'll have a ton of fun. Fantastic. All right, wrap us up, Damon. All right, cool. That's it for the Speakeasy this week. Check out heritageradionetwork.org for many other programs like this one. Maybe not as much fun. Mm-hmm. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> and click on the beating heart on the website to donate to the station so we can continue bringing you this quality programming and some 
so we can keep day drinking with our buddies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and check out, check out Mancino Vermouth. It's delicious and worth your time. All right. All right. That's it for the speakers this week. Thanks Cheers. Thanks Salute. Cheers. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The devil runs his rhythm and blues that's him. It's gonna get you some in the end. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening. <laughs>